720 WGN, typically high atop Chicago in the Skyline Studio here at the Epicenter for Racing Action Championship Weekend for NASCAR and here with one of the great voices of motorsports and part of that amazing team at Fox Sports, the one only Bob Pockers. Bob, welcome to WGN. It's great to be on. Well, it's great to have you here. Of course, you know it's a big event when Bob Pockers is in the house. Championship Weekend. So many storylines, whether it's Ty Gibbs, whether it's Ross Chastain, whether it's Junior, with three out of the four drivers, a lot of the usual ones, too. Which ones stick out for you? Uh, well, I think the Ross Chastain, you know, can he go from that incredible move, when, you know, when that's going to be stuck in NASCAR lore forever, and parlay that into a championship? You know, he had to make that move because he didn't have the great, great car. And the question is, can he have a great, great car this weekend at Phoenix? Well, it isn't one of those things where it's an anomaly. It wasn't like just a lucky move. He's had a great season, right? He was there poised for the championship four. But are you surprised, Bob, at how that move has gone from kind of like, whoa, where the world to then everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa? Uh, I, a little bit. Like when I first saw it, I didn't think about that it was a huge issue. But the more you talk to people... You know, putting the car in fifth gear and just driving it into the wall is not exactly <laughs> the smartest thing. I, even even Ross said, you know, he doesn't want to keep doing it. Like, it hurt. You know, it, he, he felt it. And so, you know, but he felt like it was worth it to gain those two spots and have a chance to lift that cup trophy on Sunday night. As a historian of the sport, you've been around a lot of great moments. And that reminds me of, like, the spin to win Danny Sullivan with the Indy 500 kind of thing that you'll always have as one of those highlights. Yeah, spin to win, the pass in the grass, the Dale Earnhardt, and, you know. and, and Do we and have a catchy nickname for this one yet? Uh, some people are calling it the Hail Melon. Jeff Gluck kind of okay. came up with that one. I kind of like the hall in the wall because he kind of hauled it into the wall <laughs> and rode the wall. But uh, I think there will be some different names uh, going around. I think Ross will be signing some, uh, some old NASCAR 2005 games a little bit, too. I was... Uh, talking with Chase Elliott, and I was surprised because a lot of people have been just excited about the fact that it happened. But he said, like the exact words that he uses, he said, well, it's kind of embarrassing, right? Because there's so many people doing so many great things out there, and to have our sport be so identified with something that's just so not part of a typical race, it's just not good. I, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough because it's such an awesome moment. And, right. I, you know, the thing, the thing is, is that you don't... It's not racing to run into the wall every week, right? Um, I think you saw that at Eldora, right? You kept seeing the Kyle Larson one, and he must have hit the wall 70 times, and is that racing? So I think that that's where their issue is. I think they, they don't want to have you to uh, hit the wall in order to win a race. Yeah, it's like hockey. You don't want it all to be about the fights, right? Championship weekend is one of those, obviously, so many great things happen on the track, but it's an opportunity to kind of look back at a season that was really, really unique as a historian of the sport. You look at NASCAR holding on to its roots, maintaining that tradition, that legacy, but also moving in some really new and innovative directions, like with the Clash. Talk about the season itself and what you thought. Well, it started out with innovation with the next-gen car, and in some ways it's performed better at some tracks, and it's not may not has been not as great at a few others, but for the most part, the racing's been great. Obviously, you've had the safety concerns, and NASCAR's working on those, and then you had the Clash, as you mentioned, uh, building a, a, a track inside the L. Memorial Coliseum be back again next year for the clash again which I think is good because they can work on things that they want to improve and it, they know that it's the same venue and then they look and say where can we take this next do you take it somewhere else in the U.S. or do you take it somewhere internationally 
you look at next year, of course, the 75th anniversary for NASCAR and Chicago street race. You and I talked about the when they did the iRace there, what it meant, what it was leading to, your thoughts on that. You were right in predicting that this was a precursor to reality. Your thoughts on that, just not only what it means as a race, the first ever street course for the Cup Series, but also to do it in a new venue, in a new market, and in a big way. Uh, I think it's great to do the Chicago street race because I think it'll attract fa- people to see a NASCAR race who maybe haven't had access to see a NASCAR race. Uh, it's talk about break from tradition, <laughs> doing something that you've never done before. Now, I'm a little bit sad it came at the expense of Road America because I think those fans really, they really probably deserved another cup race. But the great part about the Chicago street race is that, you know, it, it's going to be one of those events. It's, it's, is the race going to be good? We don't know, but does it matter as much as just having people who haven't experienced the roar of the engines, who haven't experienced being able to see these cars up close, to be able to have that experience for the first time in their lives? Very few people get to experience NASCAR and racing the way that Bob Pachris does, but you mentioned the fan experience, talking with Michael Verlotti. That's a big thing, right? It isn't just what happens on the track. It's all that action for the fans, whether it's the El Bandito Yankee, tequila cantina or whether it's rock concerts and all that your thought about that as far as the action on the track you report on that but the full fan experience yeah well look at the chicago street race they're gonna have a couple of concerts there you know nascar has the rights to the to the concert amphitheater area there and there'll be i would expect some big shows for that event and i think you know the more nascar can do to make it so that look not every race can be a great race just like not every baseball game or football game is going to be a great one so if you can make sure that fans have a great experience that they want to come back whether the race is great or not you know they can't come expecting to see a ross chastain move (laughs) every time so you got to make sure that that their experience before and after before the green flag and after a checkered flag is good as well very last thing you know when it comes to fox you guys have been a big part of helping people experience the race from home on television in a big way is there any kind of thing that's happened that you guys are working on obviously you're excited about you know starting out the season at daytona next year but is there anything that fox fans can look forward to and for bob pockers I mean, I think uh, probably working on a lot of things. I think just excited about the clash back at the LA Memorial Coliseum in prime time. So you turn on the lights there. They're going to start at start at 5 p.m. Uh, the main event there in LA. Sundown's around 5:20, so be pretty much under the lights. Must see TV for everybody in attendance, of course, on Fox as well. The best in the business. Bob Hockers, thanks for jumping on the show. Thanks for having me.